Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Holy Harkin! Welcome to another episode of the Open Mic Podcast. Excellent! With your host, Brad Allen. Well, isn't that extra special? Recorded live at Bay Area Studios. Join Brett each week as he interviews celebrities, influencers, authors, high-level entrepreneurs, and much more. At the open mic, no topic is off limits. Giddy up. And you never know who may stop by. Now, here's your host, Brett Allen. What's up, everybody? Welcome into another edition of the Open Mic Podcast. It's been a little bit, and we are back. We just took a little bit of a summer hiatus, and Brett is back to work and back to podcasting. I'm going to get right to it. Our guest today is none other than the real mouth of the South from the Real Housewives of Dallas, Leanne Locken. This was recorded about a month and a half, two months ago, just getting it to air now. We talk about quarantine. We talk about reality television. We talk about masks and much more. This is a fun episode. Lots more episodes coming your way. Leanne, welcome into the podcast. It's really good to have you here today. I am excited to be here. Well, we have the Real Housewives of Dallas in the house. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I don't I don't get to talk to a lot of people other than on the phone. So it's like, it's always nice to talk to someone. I know. Yeah, home. I know. Well, we were chatting a little bit before we started rolling tape, just about the fact that you've been home a lot with your husband. And obviously, you're not taping or anything right now or doing anything like that. You've you've been very active on social media. We're watching you talking about different things. And I, I really liked your interview with TMZ. It was really funny. Uh, kind of you're having fun with those guys uh, about the voiceover thing. But what has been occupying your time since you've been home? What have you been up to? You know what's so nice is I, I've spent the last, what, five to ten years just Go, 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 go. So I've been home very little. Or when I was home, I was strictly like working on the computer or, you know, packing to go fly somewhere. So now that I've been home, it's amazing. I find so many things that I'm like, how have I lived with that looking like that all these years? I must change it now. (laughs) So, yeah, my husband is... uh, my husband is officially over the honeydew list. Well, that's <laughs> he's, good. He's, yes, he's now into the um, honey. Don't even ask me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. So I'm like, we're creatively learning how to uh, get each other to do things that we need done. That but is it's funny. Been, I've really, I have so enjoyed just taking. I mean, like we have, we have a half acre here in Dallas, which is a lot of land. And um, our second yard, we never even touched the outdoor patio or the yard or anything. So I have completely renovated that entire side of the house. We've gained like 2,000 square feet of outdoor living space. Um, I redid an entire fence with stucco columns and ivy. And now I've started work on the pool side and I'm putting up wisteria hanging down from my cabana. <laughs> wow. I, I just have it, the thing is with me, and I think this is why my husband is like no more, no more to do's. With me, the list never ends. I fix one thing, and then now that I've stopped staring at that, I must find something else to stare at. That is funny. Well, <laughs> so he's like, yeah, he's over it. He's over me decorating. For sure. <laughs> it's like, good morning, honey. Surprise! I rented a backhoe, and we're going to. Oh no! <laughs> yes. 
Don't knock it, mate. I tell you what, if you bring it home, he will work it. No, listen, at one point I was putting all new pillows in my cabana on my pool side and I had, you know, you have to get all the pillows home to then mix and see what you like together. So I probably had like 50 pillows in our living room. And my husband was like, if you come home with (laughs) one more pillow. One more pillow. So. That is hilarious. Well, I actually grew up with family in the Dallas Fort Worth area. My aunt and cousin spent years there, and she was actually a cheerleader for the Dallas Cowboys years ago. And so I've spent a lot of time in Texas, and it gets hot this time of year. It's unbearably hot. How how have you been handling all of that? I imagine you're inside all the time now, right? Unless you're outside, you know, decorating uh, your cabana or remodeling the pool area. <laughs> yeah, actually, um, I've been I've been inside a lot. It's been raining the last two days, so it's overcast. So we dropped down to a cool 94. Um, but yeah, it's we haven't hit the triple digits yet, just in the feels like, you know. So I figure by sometime mid-August, we'll probably hit triple digits. But for me, if I'm working outside, I just, I work outside in my swimsuit. And then I'll just go sit in the pool for a second and then come out and do some more work. So, um, and if I'm inside, then it's no big deal. We, you know, that's what air conditioning is for. Although my husband is like, can you shut these doors and turn off these lights? This, this, this bill's going to be all right. I'm like, there's nothing wrong with keeping the house 70 degrees. Yeah, you're like it's okay, honey. I'm still getting, I'm still getting, you know, residuals from the Real Housewives. We'll be good. Don't worry about uh, running the air. We'll be fine. You know, don't worry. It's that's really hilarious because I've talked to so many great people, celebrities like yourself, and a lot of what I've been hearing, it's just kind of ironically happened. Where if you go back into my library now, back into March when I was talking to people. I'm calling it the COVID Chronicles because it just seems to come up so much. And some people, we don't bring it up, but obviously it's it's here now and everybody's at home. But the funny thing that I've been hearing from a lot of people is like, you know, you're home with your spouse more now, your significant other than you probably have been in a really long time, I would imagine, right? Well, Rich has been retired for the last three years. But sure. then when he's home, I'm out. When I'm out, he, you know, when he's out, I'm home. I will say the one thing that has saved us during all of this quarantine is that my husband is a genius and he has practiced quarantining himself from me to give me some alone time. So he quarantines himself in his man cave slash office, and I quarantine in the back living room. So he's been really good about that. And then, you know, we'll get together and we'll have lunch and, you know, we'll go to dinner. But, um, but yeah, he's, he's really good about that. Plus, he's been so busy with so many projects. So it feels like as soon as my life slows down a bit, his life picks up. It's In our relationship, we're really good at the give and take. Sure. Yeah, it seems like that's the case. And I think, well, with any relationship, but especially like yourself, who has been in the spotlight for so long, I imagine, I mean, we all know about the show and you leaving it. And, and I'm just wondering, more on just a very human basis, basic level, is it been a relief for you to just kind of breathe a little bit and not have to worry about all that anymore? Oh, you have no idea. I've literally, it, it's, I, I'm, I'm a human again. And, and the reason I say that is because, you know, you have to think about it. For the last few years that I did Housewives, I mean, I felt like every storyline practically involved me. Sure. And so it was just 
so much pressure and so much stress and, you know, oh, you don't have a storyline? Okay, fight with me. And it just became overwhelming to where my body actually was being affected by the stress. And now I just can't even tell you. I mean, my friends are like, oh my God, we have our Leanne back. You know, my 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 personality has come back. My, my funniness has come back. I was with, actually, I had dinner last night with both of my previous assistants. And, um, and it's so funny because like we were just sitting there having dinner and then all of a sudden they'd be like, oh my God, we missed you so much. And it was like, because I said something, you know, off the wall, you know, and they were like, we've missed you so much. And I go, I go, what did you miss? You know, I have a phone. You could call me. And they're like, I know, but you're, you're funny. You're the things you say are just hilarious. And I'm like, well, at least you enjoyed working for me. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's fun that you were able to connect with them. And I imagine too, you know, going out in public is maybe a little bit easier. I don't know. I know it's different for everybody in, in that regard. Yeah, I will I will tell you this. I have become a fan of the face mask. Oh, I'm sure. I only have to glue fake fake eyelashes on. That's all I got to do. <laughs> yeah, and I imagine you know, you throw on a pair of sunglasses and it's like mm-hmm. nobody knows unless they're just like diehard no and trying to figure out. Well, it's funny there's another actress, Julie Benz from Dexter, and we were joking about the fact that she's wearing the face mask and this big hat as well and sunglasses. And I was teasing her a little bit when we were talking in the interview. I said, so I imagine, you know, this is probably easy for you to go out in public. And she's like, it is. But she's like, there are just some people who just somehow have this magnetism where they lock onto you and they just know who you are. And it's like, I would love to take a picture with you, but I have my health to consider her as well. And so maybe we could do this a different way yeah i'm sure yeah you know i'm i'm really good in my i usually have like a visor on sunglasses my mask and then you know if we go to eat i'll take the mask off to eat and you know my sunglasses but still whenever i'm out my friends will be like oh that table of four girls over there just recognized you and i'm like darn it (laughs) you know but it's true usually with my mask on i'm pretty safe right up until i talk and when I open my mouth and start talking, people oh, yeah. are like, yep, that's the mouth of the South. There she is. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, yeah, damn that funny. voice. Yeah, I know. Well, I think, you know, it's done well for you, although you have separated yourself from it as lately, which is great. I I can't imagine what it's like. You know, I've had other reality stars on. I had Tanya Banks from Little Women LA and, you know, all these different shows. And the one thing that I find common, and I don't know if it's true for you or not, you know, what we see on TV is one particular thing, but then there's you, you're a human being. You go to the store like everybody else. You go shopping like everybody else. When you are in the spotlight like that, how do you mitigate the celebrity from just trying to go out and just be human and do things like a normal human being? How how do you manage all of that for yourself? Well, that is honestly one of the best parts about this quarantine is the mask Um, because you do, I do get to manage it a lot easier being basically in a forced disguise. But before that, when I'm out, um, I've never minded the audience coming to me and wanting to get a photo or, you know, I've never minded that because I've always at the core of my nature understood that, that the audience is 
who makes the show and sure. creates a job. So I've always been super appreciative when people want to get a photo or scream my name or, you know, I've always, you know, if they scream, I love you, I'm like, love you back, you know, so I, <laughs> I do love that. Now, I will say the one thing about being on the show is you, you, you say the audience doesn't get to see everything about you. And so I feel sometimes you get misjudged sure. by individual actions that were tied to other things that, you know, never really, you know, you didn't get to see the full picture. So, you know, that's the one thing about that's the, that's the one downside. You don't get to, uh, you don't get to decide what gets put on air, you know? So, no. But other than that, I think I, I love the audience. When I was at BravoCon, oh, I had so much fun with everybody. We were cutting through lines, trying to get to the next stage and people would just grab you and they'd be like, please, please take a selfie with me, please. So it was, I had the best time. I, there's nothing that gives me more energy and joy and life than being around people who are excited to be with you. So what you see is what you get, right? With your personality. That's the vibe that I get. Oh, yes. I, I listen. I really am not good at faking anything. I've got fake hair, fake teeth, fake nails, fake tits, but my personality is 100% real. <laughs> A true Southern girl to the core. I love it. So it's interesting because I think there's an impression that people have of you and then there's the real you, right? And what it's yeah. just, it's, it's the blurred line. What do you think the impression is that you think people have of you before they actually have the opportunity to meet you and realize that you are a wonderful and you're a beautiful human being. You're just very kind and gracious and that you're normal, just like everybody else. I think, you know, I think as far as being on Dallas, I mean, the, the, the premise is always the show needs a villain. Sure. And I have I've always been a human that is very strong, very aggressive. I like I like things done my way. And if there's a situation where someone needs to take charge, typically I find myself initiating in that role. And I know that's not always acceptable for everyone around you at the time, but that's just who I am. I I found that if I'm in charge, I I get less hurt. Sure. Um, which you know, obviously didn't work out for me in the end. But for me, I think people think that I'm, you know, I complain or I'm living in my past. I just think people don't really, you really can't respect someone's history unless you've really journeyed with them. And so I think that's something that people just need to, you know, to understand is that reality people are human. And some people struggle with sharing their past. And I'm the kind of person that loves to overshare. For me, my whole goal of doing the show was to be able to promote and give life to small agencies doing amazing work in my community, because that is what I truly care about. So for me to be able to go on the show and share what I've been through allows people all over the world to not only connect with me and to relate to me, but to realize that if they are a survivor of childhood abuse, childhood sexual abuse, domestic violence, whatever they've survived, they can thrive because Leanne's done it. I wanted to be that guide to say, you know, you're not over till you decide, you know? So, sure. so for me, I mean, I still get messages of, you know, thank you for, thank you for leading the way and showing me that I can still be a powerful person, you know, and that's, that's the bit, that is the best part of doing the show is being able to help someone else avoid shame 
and gain strength. I love that. That's fantastic. I appreciate your honesty and your candor. So was that the initial appeal to you? Because I always wonder when I watch these types of shows, you know, whether it's Dallas, Atlanta, Texas, you know, wherever, Southern California, I don't know. There's a, it's a huge universe that you were a part of, the real housewives, the real husbands. Mm-hmm. I mean, goodness gracious. And uh, so was that the initial appeal for you when they approached you and your husband about coming on the show was this is an opportunity to have this platform and to be able to talk about these things? Or what was it that appealed to you when you were approached? So originally when we were approached in Dallas, um, it was about, it was supposed to be, you know, how to make it in Dallas. Well, I am the epitome of how to make it in Dallas. And so they sort of started building the show around how my life was. And that was charity, nonprofit, attending nonprofit events is how we socialize in the city of Dallas. So I think that's why in season one, you saw so much of it was because I was the only one who could get anything cleared. So, you know, I got everything cleared and, and that is, that's the base of who I am and how I live my life is helping others. Matter of fact, I'm actually building a site right now called payitforward.org and it is going to have like the Amazon list of what every organization needs. So you can come onto the site and if you want to help an organization that works with animals or, you know, whatever your, whatever that category is, cancer, whatever it is, you can select that and then see what everyone needs. And it's an easy way to figure out how to pay it forward without, you know, trying to figure it out on your own. I'm going to make it so easy, so accessible so that it helps, you know, every agency in town. And that's, that, that's just something that I came up with the second quarantine hit because all the nonprofits were calling me going, how do, how, what do we do, Leanne? What do we do? And I'm like, oh, I, I, you know, I'm not the answer. I don't know. Let me think about it. So, and um, there you have it. So we've done a lot. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, wow. I'm still, I'm still out there. I've since quarantine, during quarantine, I have served um, nurses and doctors on the front line. I have been to the police station and served first responders. I've been to the fire station and served first responders. I've been down in some of our um, underprivileged neighborhoods serving the hungry, providing food. So I'm out there. I'm in the community that I love and I care about. And that's really, you know, what I've always been about. Yeah, that's the vibe that I get, you know, and when I research people, I mean, obviously, I, you know, I know who you are and I've seen some episodes of the show, but I think that there is so much more to you. And that's really what I wanted to focus on when I was putting together the interview. And, and of course, when Lauren reached out to me and said, Hey, you know, let's get this person on the show and let's talk about this. And, and I think that one of the misnomers about celebrities is that well, first of all, we covered it earlier is that you're a human and that you have, you know, feelings and that you're not there's there's a persona that we see on television, right, of Leanne and and however they stitch it together and make it ready for television, right? This is what we're going to get the most views right. on. And people, I think, by nature, regardless of who you are, likes drama, right? We all like drama, whether it's maybe not necessarily personal drama that we want to get involved in, but we like to watch very in a voyeuristic way and just see how these stories unfold, Right. But for you, it's like chatting with you here, and I knew this before we even talked, that this is just, that's not even really who you are, I don't think, you know, and like you mentioned, every show 
likes a villain and whatever the case might be, the past is in the past and we're here now and you're doing a lot of great things and you're starting these organizations and it's great. Because I think the show probably helped you. Yeah, of course, to a degree. If you have these people reaching out to you and saying, what do we do? I think you are maximizing the platform to its fullest capacity in a positive way, right? You're an entrepreneur. And so that's what entrepreneurs do. They create a solution to a problem, figure the things out. So now that you know, you're know you done with Housewives and you're in quarantine, What's next for you? Have Do you have any interest of doing reality TV again or maybe doing something, you know, with your husband or is just that part of your life over and you're ready to, to just move no. on and do something different? No, I, I will say that um, uh, we, we are in talks with, you know, a few other different types of reality shows and um, my husband actually has an amazing show he's working on as well as a movie and, um, you know... I, I'm never done being on television. I really kind of feel like God kind of made me the most, you know, an entertaining human. And that's really where I belong is like on the little box, you know? So there's plenty of opportunities still around and there's plenty of talks, you know, happening. And, you know, we're just all waiting to see how, how this uh, quarantine ends. And, um, Obviously, right now, I don't think is the right time to be filming in a large group because, no. you know, I just want to play it safe. I just want to be smart. Yeah. But soon, soon, I'm sure I'll be back. I can't wait. And, you know, <laughs> I'm working on a book. And, I mean, you know, my life never ends. I've got a book. I'm rebranding my dress. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just constantly on the go. I've got like three or four different partnerships I'm working on. I'm designing a jewelry collection for with a jewelry company. I mean, it just, for me, it's like it never ends. Uh, every day I'm doing something different that I love to do. Yeah, it sounds like you guys are having a grand old time there in the state of Texas. Have you been binge watching anything? One last question as we wrap up here. Have you had any shows that you had to watch? Are you a Tiger King fan? I mean, what does Leanne Locken watch on television? <laughs> You know what's so funny is everybody was like, did you watch Tiger King? It was so weird. It was so weird. I was like, look, here's the thing. Tiger King was probably very similar to how I grew up as far as being like so completely out, not normal. You know what I mean? <laughs> Too so for real. Me, I'm like, why do I want to watch something? Yeah, why do I want to watch something when I've already lived it? You know, I mean, pretty much that was it. So I did not watch Tiger King, sorry. Uh, but I I love, you know, it's so funny. Is I'm still, I'm this huge sci-fi um, fan. So I got on Netflix and I will just binge like seasons at a time uh, of, you know, something about witches or warlocks or werewolves or vampires or, you know, that kind of, to me, silly, fun stuff. Um, what am I watching right now? I'm trying to remember. Oh, Jessica Jones. I'm watching Jessica Jones right now because I just finished watching um, The Dude with the Glowing Hand. I forget what the, the, that series was called. So, okay. And then next I'm going to watch the, the guy who's bulletproof because the, they're now all together doing Defenders. But I don't want to see Defenders until I've seen each of their individual oh, shows. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, those are great know, shows. That's my – I work, 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 work until about – six or seven o'clock and then I feed my dogs, pour myself a margarita, sit on the sofa with my husband and, and eat popcorn and watch watch a movie or two or watch a show or two and then, you know, we go to bed, get up, start over again. 
Yeah, yeah. Always busy and on the go, which I mean, in your lane, I think, well, anybody who's an entrepreneur or doing anything that they love, I think you have to always force yourself to keep going. And, uh, you know, whether you're quarantining on separate ends of the house, if you're looking for a good show, there's a new series that just came out called Cursed on Netflix. And it's a story about pre-King Arthur and Guinevere. And it's... I saw it. It's kind of twisted up with witches and all kinds of kind of Harry Potter yeah, meets... I already- I already watched it. Okay, well, I already watched it. I'm two episodes <laughs> in, so well, very good. We know now oh, <laughs> what Leanne Locken does. It's really good. I love that. I love that. And you know what? I'm seriously like probably I don't know what do you call that? A 16 year old girl at heart. I I love that kind of a show. I always have. I mean, back in the day when Buffy the Vampire Slayer was big on TV, I would work out and watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I've just always had that kind of wild imagination of fantasy. What would happen if, you know? Sure. So, yeah. Well, I mean, who doesn't want to possess a superhuman power? (laughs) I know. Well, if you had a superhuman power, what would that be? That's a good question. I hadn't even thought of that. (laughs) Actually, you know what? What Because uh, I told you we were watching Jessica Jones now, and I, I just asked my husband last night. One of the characters on that show, um, he can speak, and people will do whatever he tells them to do. And there so I know. said, "Well, honey, if you could do that, what what would be the first thing you would do?" And he said something that was like silly. And then I was like, seriously, you're going to waste it on that? <laughs> he was like, well, what would you do? And I'd be like, I don't think I should tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you don't want him to know. Uh, that wouldn't be any fun because no. then he would figure it out. That's hilarious. Um, well, and, and every time I interview a celebrity and when I had the privilege to do it, I always think to myself, what's one thing that I can learn about you and one thing the audience can learn. And and we all know that you're a sci-fi fan. So that's great. Kindred spirits, my friend, for sure. Well, if people want to connect with you and just follow what you're up to, how can they find you out on social media, Leanne? I am on my, my funnest platform for me right now is Instagram. So I'm on Instagram at Leanne Lockin and I'm on Twitter at Leanne Lockin and Facebook at Leanne Lockin. And I'm trying to get on TikTok, but I'm just, you know, I know, app after app after app, <laughs> but you know, you can always find me on Cameo if you want a sweet little personalized video for someone. <laughs> yes. And a lot of celebrities are doing that these days. They have gotten on board yeah. and are doing Cameo, which I think is a fun oh way God. to do, to talk to celebrities or, you know, get the message. Um, if you don't have a podcast or a radio show. Yeah, they can leave videos for us on what they're looking for us to say. And I have asked people to be a best best, uh, maid of honor, best man. I asked um, for one couple. I asked uh, for the guy. I was like, you know, I had to ask his partner, would you marry him? And and, (laughs) and I was like, okay, and I expect someone on social media to reach out to me and let me know that he said yes. That is awesome. I I enjoy it. Yeah, Yeah. and there's this new part of it, too, where I think you can do a Zoom call with celebrities as well. Yes. I think they pay a little bit more. Yeah. And, you know, obviously we get to yeah. talk through this medium of podcasting and, and and public relations agents, but hey, you know, I think it's a lot of fun and I think you're the best and this has been a really fun conversation and I, I'm excited to see what happens next for you and, and of course, if you haven't watched Real Housewives of Dallas, you have to check it out. It's a lot of fun. 
and uh, you know, Bravo TV along, and we're in quarantine, right? So there's nothing else better to do yeah. uh, at night than uh, to binge watch a little bit of television. Well, Leanne, thank you for being a part of the show today. I really appreciate thank you. you. Yeah, absolutely. This was a blast. Thank you so much. You've, you've made me smile and laugh, and there's nothing better than that. That brings today's episode to an end. Thanks for choosing to stop by and listen. If you enjoyed the show, consider sharing it with a friend and hitting the subscribe button. It's absolutely free. The views and opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.